Uh, my name is Jada Hi, I'm Leslie. <laughs> and we're Homeland Training, and we're a variety show podcast that switches between topics every week. But every Friday, we talk about some bald-headed bitch named Aang. So this isn't going to be like our normal uh, episodes that we drop on Wednesdays. This is just going to be a quick little get-to-know-you question, and then we'll hop right into it. All right, bitch. How often do you talk to your parents? What are your combos usually about? I call my mom, I try to at least once a week. Combo's usually about whatever drama's going on in her life. Drama with my nephews, drama with my brother, drama with the family. Uh-huh. Uh, mostly gossiping. And then with my dad, I mean, very seldom. It just kind of depends. He usually calls to like guilt trip me. <laughs> He's like, you never call me. And I'm like, well, dad, what the fuck are we going to talk about? <laughs> He's like, well, you could just tell me about your day. And I was like, well, I didn't do anything. And he's like, well, you can say that. I don't know. I just feel weird when I talk to my parents and it's like, hey, I'm good. How are you? Great. Okay, great. Bye. I feel like if I'm going to be on the phone, I like, mm-hmm. we need something out of this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess that's different with me. Yeah. What's, um, how often do you call your parents and what are your comments about? Um, I call my mom. Yeah. Like uh, once a week. I call my mom. I actually haven't called her this week yet. So I'll probably call her tomorrow or Sunday. Um, my dad is like more like bi-weekly. Um, but yeah, with my dad, it really is just like, Hey, like, how are you? Like, how's work? Um, how's everything over there? Like, how's the weather? And I'll just like maybe update them. Like, Oh, I did this. Da, da, da. My dad just, my dad is a man of simple words. He just is very encouraging. Yeah. Most, most, I feel like most Mexican, older Mexican dads are. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't really say much. He'll be like, Oh, blah, 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 blah. So my conversations with him sometimes aren't more than 10 minutes. What about your mom? My mom, yeah, sometimes it varies. Like, because of, like, our time difference, I don't really catch her at a good time where she can really talk, talk. And because I'm lately have been very busy, like, in the week, because in general, just have been busy. I don't have the time to, like, really, like, dive deep into a conversation with her. And also, like, I haven't been in the space lately to just really talk about stuff. So with me recently with my mom it's just like oh hey like how are you like how have you been feeling so it's like a quick check-in and i'll also just like update her i'm like doing this and she'll go what are you doing this weekend i'm like oh this and then she'll ask like oh like how's how's the gas over there how's Mm -hmm. so that's usually what it is but at other times like i'll let her know about what i've been thinking or she'll just tell me like things that she you know is struggling with like at work or just kind of like stuff like that yeah. so yeah that's usually what my conversations with my parents are um okay cool let's jump into this all right you want to recap for us what happened in last episode <laughs> oh my god um uh, the gang mm-hmm. uh goes bang but uh bossing say and they find a drill Drilling into the wall. And it looks very dire for the people of Bansing Say because Azula, May, and Tylee are inside of the drill. And you know what that means. Trouble. And Double trouble. Triple trouble, actually, with them. Taylor Swift said it best. And while this is happening, the gang is trying to find a solution to stop the drill. Right. They end up uh, coming up with a plan of taking it out from the inside by weakening the braces and making the drill collapse within itself. While this is all happening, Zuko and Uncle Iroh are getting on a ferry and a bus and a train and a, away. everywhere into Boston Say. Uh, they're still with Jet and the Freedom Fighters, but this time Uncle Iroh's caught firebending. And In plain sight! Um, we'll see what happens with that. Okay. Uh, but as far as the drill goes, you know, Team Avatar did their thing. They they got the drill to stop. 
Aang did a little skip to my loo. Uh, Katara yelled some very mean insults at the girls. And now I think they're ready to find Appa, but I think the most important part is like the whole entire mission is that they have to let the, the Earth Kingdom know about the... What they discovered. The Yeah, the eclipse. Mm-hmm. But I need to find Appa. But, you know, Aang's like... Now that the Fire Nation has literally penetrated these walls, we have to go tell the king now. I can't find Appa. I need to figure this out we, for we now. We got priorities here. So the episode starts with the gang getting on the bus. The gang's on the bus headed to Ba Sing Se. That's manpowered. Literally by the force of their feet? What? I don't want to I be... had I had no idea that that was what's going on there. But anyways. Yeah. Um. So they're impressed. They are very impressed. Except Toph. Toph is like, ugh, walls, rules, over it. She's an over it type of girl. Yeah. But of course, you know, Katara and Sokka come from a small little village in the south. And Aang... Aang's not impressed. No, Aang's not impressed. Kids like walls. No, and also, you know, um, Toph is also used to a different type of living, like more upper class, and Sokka and Katara aren't, which is why I think they're impressed as well, because all of this seems new and exciting to them. But it's actually not, because then they're introduced to a new character named Judy. Who looks a little off. She looks a little robotic. (laughs) A little brainwashed. Yeah. Very cult-like. And very Nexium. And then, uh, <laughs> and Sokka's like, great, you're our tour guide. Take us to, to the, the king. king. I have vital information that will aid him in the war. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, she's like, you're done. And <laughs> we're going to go on this tour. And she basically takes him through the tiers of this of the, of the city of Ban Seng Se, which essentially is like cast type of like, you know, um, systems because it's like here are like just more of the newly arrived people the refugees the refugees the people that are like craftsmen and artisans which you know are the working class yeah and then takes them to like the middle part of of bon sang se bon sang su bon sang se <laughs> what ba sing ba sing se yeah and she's like, this is like the the university, the sh- the shopping, the accountants, and all of that. And then takes them to the top tier. She's like, this is where you guys will be staying because these are the finest citizens of, of the city. Yeah. Very segregated. Not cute. And Aang is over it. Uh, they're all over it. Yeah. because Well, they're, all, they're also double over it because through that whole entire tour, they keep telling Judy, like, girl, we need to speak to the king. Like but she just detour a bitch like let's go and she's like fine let's look over here fine or thanks for sharing that and here's this yeah she's not really like paying attention to them yeah and it's really frustrating but Toph is used to it she's like this is what it's like like i done told you guys guys this is the rich this is what rich people do they're told also and you should watch the crown it's actually really good but you'll (laughs) see how much they're controlled every single day it's Mm -hmm. actually pretty scary but um when they're touring the poor part, uh, we see that that is where Uncle Iroh and Zuko are because they're refugees and they need to get a job. So, uh, of course, they're and pissed off. And they do off. get a job, actually. Yeah, they're pissed off, but I mean, well, Zuko's we pissed off. We all know who's pissed off. And then Uncle Iroh's like, cheer up, we got a job. This afternoon, bitch. And they get to be uh, t- tea servers? Tea, tea pourers? 
Tears. Tears. Teabaggers. <laughs> oh. And they're really excited for... The, well, Uncle Iroh is excited for her new job. Zuko feels humiliated. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the wall, Jet is spying to, to find... Evidence. He's been kind of stalking them since they... Well, since last episode. Mm-hmm. And Smeller B is kind of just like, dude, like... We're in the city, bro. Like, let's fucking do something else. And we said we weren't going to be living this life of crime. And he's like, we won't. I'm just trying to, just trying to get the evidence and I'll let the cops handle it. Oh, and then one of the things about the character Judy is she is based off of one of the Airbender's line producer named Micken Wong. And uh, if you were in a cartoon, what cartoon would you want to be portrayed in? Ooh, maybe like one of the Powerpuff Girls. A villain or um, one of their friends at school? One of their friends. I want to be a villain. I'd be like, cool. I'd be a cool character. What about you? You'd be a villain, huh? <laughs> I'd be a villain. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. I already knew it. I ain't got to ask. I knew the answer. Um, yes. Uh, but I'd be an, uh, and mostly an anime. Mm. But um, the voice actress, her name is uh, Lauren. And she's an actor from Joy Luck Club... Um, which is like a movie about a book written by an author. It's it's a long thing, but watch <laughs> it. It's it's all Asian cast. It's really good. Okay, but pretty much uh, the reason I wanted to mention her was because she voice she voices Min and Connie from King of the Hill. Oh wait, I can kind of pick that up. I can kind of pick that up. Yeah. Okay. Cute. So Judy's showing 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 the crowd around the town because they're like, okay, well, we need to get information about where Appa could possibly be. So right. we're going to go. See you later. Judy's like, see you. She's like, I'm going to come with you guys. I am your host. It would be rude if I left. And they're like, we don't need you. And she's like, where do you guys need to go? <laughs> uh, so they have a little babysitter going with them. They go to this pet shop. Um, yeah, like a zoo pet shop. Yeah. And they're interrogating him being like, where would you sell a fucking 90 pound, 90, 90 ton fucking bison? Yeah. He's like, uh, uh, uh yeah. Um, no speaking English. Seriously. Uh, Sokka's like, where's the black market? <laughs> Literally. And you could see Joe on Jojo in the back. Jojo. Um, like, like nodding as yeah. a no. And so you could tell that the guy is nervous. He's like, that would be illegal. He's like, you guys need to go because your lemur is harassing my birds. Yeah. Which is like, okay, Momo's hungry. He needs to eat too. And then they go to a university and they are talking to a student scholar and they're like, hey, like, where where would you get information about the war or something like that? And once again, you can see Jojo in the back being like, Hmm? no. And so the student's like, uh, no, like, I don't know anything about the war or anything. She's like, and he's like, I got to go to class anyways. So they're starting to like, think it's really weird that while there's a huge war going on that no one's acting like it or no one's like really addressing it yeah so they're just like something's fishy here yeah and they kind of they they understand that judy is kind of being like a little much yeah because you know when she drops them off she's like hey like see you later Mm -hmm. so they're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on and they see their neighbor is peeking through his windows yeah and they go confront him, and what does he tell them? Don't talk about the war, like, yeah. around here. And also, 
stay away from the keen uh, daily. Stay away from the daily. Daily, yeah. And he's like, I'm, I'm like a government official. Like I've waited a long time to get this house, so I like don't want to jeopardize it. So literally says those two tips and slams his door. Yeah, he's like, leave me alone. Yeah. Of course, they still want more answers, so they find out that there's a party. It's the party for pet bear birthday party to celebrate bear, just bear. bear. Not go for bear, not Amarillo <laughs> bear, just bear. And one thing that Aang and Sokka don't realize is that this party is for rich people. It's for the finer people. And Toph is like, you won't fit in. And Toph's like, listen, bitch. Katara can maybe pull it off. And I certainly can because I'm from the high high. But you bitches can't. Yeah. So like maybe busboys, but that's about as good as we can do. Yeah. And they're like, that works for us. (laughs) (laughs) Question it at all. So then Toph and Katara put on the most beautiful vestments that they have. Makeup looks nice. They're off to a party. Uh, Yeah, they look really good. And then you have Jet still trying to prove his point. Like, these bitches are firebenders. I'm like, boy, you need to sleep and you need to eat. He's really convinced that he's going to be able to get evidence. And he does... Try to sabotage Uncle Iron by taking away his spark, spark rocks. Yeah. But Uncle just goes and borrows some. Like, he's really not using any firebending, which, you know, Jet is getting very frustrated about that. Yeah. And his, um, his freedom fighters confront him about it. They're like, you're becoming too obsessed. Like, you need to remember that we're here to, like, start fresh, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, you know what? You guys obviously forgot all the damage they've caused and the damage they've caused to us directly, I'll just do it on my own. Yeah. And he does march right into that tea shop and says, these bitches are firebenders. So, uh, Jet goes full ham on Zuko. Well, pulls, pulls his swords. Uh, yeah. And, and Zuko's like, you want to dance, bitch? And pulls out his two swords mm-hmm. and they go head to head. Yeah, they do. Uh, I think Jet thinks he's more of a match or more of a, like, I think Jet thinks he's a bigger deal than like Zuko is like like letting on because like Jet's over here like don't you wish you had some help and Zuko's like no, I'm doing just I'm doing fine honey like I think you should worry about the <laughs> fact that I'm like beating you um yeah you know Jet just keeps spouting out that they're firebenders and he does cause a big commotion because you know Uncle R is just doing his job, serving tea, and he's pouring a lot of love with it, and it's a good turnout for the tea shop owner who is very impressed. Yeah, getting a lot of business. And so, yeah, and so, you know, when the Dai Li come, um, Uncle Ira and Zuko are like, we're just like refugees, like, what's up, bro? And then the tea owner's like, yeah, like, this guy came and, like, attacked my employees, ruined my tea shop, and, like, is Ira, like, spewing lies? And so they do take him away. So yeah. they take Jet. Jet yeah. And it's it's looking bleak for him. Yeah, where do they take him? They take him to like a cell or yeah. jail, I assume. And they do tie him up. They're going to jail. And it looks like they're brainwashing him. Yeah. Um, and they're using like this little system that they have in place of like a light, like a ball of light just swirling in front of him and they keep repeating like there's no war here like you're safe you're free there's no war and yeah hypnotize him and brainwash him very yeah. culty so he's gone he's a goner yeah so we'll see what happens with that arc um but cut to uh the gang um katara and toth try to get in but they have no ticket 
No ticket, no entry. Like just, honestly, Toph thought she could get away with, with her golden pass, but not in these walls. Like, Girl, they don't give a fuck about her flying boar. <laughs> I was literally going to say. Uh, yeah, little bitch. Uh, and... They run it. They don't run into him. They see a gentleman, and they're like, "Oh, we're helpless little girls. Maybe he'll he'll help he'll help us out." They go to this gentleman named Long Fang and say, "Hey, like my sister's blind and dumb, <laughs> She's a bitch, and we don't have our tickets. Like, help us in." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Sure, I'll help you get in, and we can find your family." She's like, "Great." Mm-hmm. They go in, and they're like, "Okay, thanks, bye." Mm-hmm. But he's like, "No, girl. Like, we're here to find your." family like you're literally a child i'm your escort so i will follow you guys until we find your family and zuko and ang do get in as bus boys Sokka. or Sokka. yeah Sokka and ang do get in as bus boys and they're just out here trying to like identify who the fuck this keen is they're like yeah. where's this bitch yeah as Sokka, uh is ang or Sokka? who says what does he look like Sokka. ang ang yeah, he's like, he's like, well, what does he look like? And then they're like, well, you know, dress nice, jewelry, jewelry. fancy looking. And he's like, that's, that's everybody uh, in here, bitch. Yeah. So they're walking around. The gang run into Katara and Toph and they're telling him like, hey, like, we're trying to find the king, but this guy won't leave us alone. And Sokka's like, what guy? And they're like, oh, wait, where'd he go? Mm-hmm. So he's missing. And guess who comes up right behind them? Judy. Mm-hmm. Judy's like, what the fuck are you doing here? You guys need to go. Like, now. this is bad. Like, this is bad. Like, leave. And, you know, they're not listening. And then Aang, being the clumsy idiot that he is, spills water all over this lady. Um, instead of water bending it off of her, he air bends the biggest gust of wind <laughs> at her. And then the lady's like, oh, I didn't know the Avatar was going to be here. And uh, Sokka's like, you entertain them, bitch, and I'll find the fucking keen. And sure enough, Aang does his little splits. <laughs> he does his little twirly with all these fucking um, little tricks he has. At some point, he grabs, like, everyone's drinks and makes, like, a ball out of them. Yeah. Like, okay. Like a little colorful ball. Yeah. 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 The moment that he reveals himself as the Avatar, you can see the life in Judy's eyes go. Like, she is literally, like... I'm dead. I'm literally gonna <laughs> I'm, die. I'm gone. And as Aang is distracting everybody with his colorful water show, Sokka is getting closer to the king because they're bringing him in on... On like a chariot type of thing. Yeah. So as this is happening, Katara gets snatched. Toph gets snatched. Momo gets snatched. Then Sokka gets snatched. And then at the end, you know, um, the king ends up getting, getting escorted out and Long Feng is like, Avatar, come with me. I'll, 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 I'll take you to your fucking friends. So he takes them to his little study mm-hmm. and he explains to them, what's up? You shouldn't be here. He's like, listen, listen y'all me. can't fucking talk about war because we need to keep an image. Essentially, he's like, this will affect the cultural heritage that we're trying to keep up in this hoe, it will like drive people crazy, and it will just like disrupt the peace. Essentially, is what the what the long long guy says, who's essentially like a, like the second in line to the king, because he's like the king doesn't have time to deal with measly shit like this. This is why I deal with it. Yeah, he's the puppet master, mm-hmm. and the king is the puppet. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, so listen, y'all need to shut up. As far as I know. You guys were an honorable guest, and now you all will be monitored by the Dai Li consistently. 
24-7. And then they're like, but what? He's like, listen, I've also heard that you've been looking for your bison, and it would be a shame if you wouldn't find him. So that sounded like a threat to me. It sounds like he has Abba. Oh. Well, I mean, doesn't it? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. damn it. Oh, my God. I didn't think I about that. I can't believe I said that. I didn't say that. That bitch! <laughs> I hate him! Um, and so, well, because how would he know? Well, because he knows everything. Oh, you're right. And Aang is saying, where's Appa? Yeah. So, um, so, you know, with that being said, they're all just kind of like, what the hell is going on? Like, why? They can't believe that the Kim wouldn't want this vital information, right? Mm-hmm. And so the, I think they, it, it sinks in that they ha- they were suspicious for a reason and that something is definitely up and that Ba Sing Se is essentially just this utopian farce. At the end, at you know the last scene, Longface like get the fuck out. He's like Judy, take him out. Okay, and it's not, it's not Judy. It is Judy, but, but not Judy. So there was a swap, and this was just too much. Sounds this, the same. Talks the same. This was too much. This was a weird little swappy inception, like based off movies that we've seen before of people being brainwashed and just replaced, kind of like Westworld. And with that. Let's see what's going on next episode. A bientôt, which means see you later in French. A bientôt. Au revoir.